Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Oh, cartoon casual. Again, we're back. I don't even know what Pepperdine University does. I I assume it's something to do with eating peppers. Pepperdine. Yeah, Pepperdine. Dining on Got it. peppers. Yeah, get yourself a doctorate in... I mean, I don't know what they like, specialize in. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is, is that your grandfather sold some land to somebody who started Pepperdine. Or started Pepperdine no, on some you, of the you, land. You've, you have botched that story completely. You told me this story literally 45 fucking seconds ago. No. He, he traded. He, he had a boat. He had a boat. He had a boat called the Donna Marie. Right. That uh, was a fishing boat, offshore fishing boat that he had. He used to charter on the side. They had kind of built it. In fact, the boat started out. I forgot. This is kind of an interesting story. We talked about this over a year ago. We've been doing this thing for a while. I don't, I don't, um, I don't think anybody the, cares at the, this point. The boat started out as... What's the name of the boat company? Most people don't know this, but I should and I used to. The boat company that made those damn landing boats that flopped down there in Normandy. Oh, it wasn't Grumman. Um, no. I don't know. And they, were, they were made in New Orleans. I know what you're talking about. I don't know what they're called, the landing boats. Charlie would know. Yeah. And there's a museum down there in New Orleans about these boats. Okay. Anyway, that's what it was. Of course, they're flat, and they, you know, brrr, and they just didn't. They weren't really a regular boat, but that's what this boat started they were out giant as. Pigs, but yeah, they had the, like the so. Front. I don't think my grandfather. Someone started anyway. They took the flat end of it off, you know, and made an actual bow, and then made a deck. And oh my god, they might as well start it all over again in the beginning. Anyhow, I mean, all the work they had to do, I guess. Fair enough. But it turned into a charter, a little enterprise my grandfather had yeah. to take people out and do deep sea fishing off of the Santa Monica coast, and they would leave from the Santa Monica pier. And my father would uh, help in that, you know, early morning, Saturday, Sunday right, morning, right. that kind of crap. So anyway, at some point he was going to sell the boat, and uh, or he did sell the boat, but some guy, one of his customers, I guess he, one of his car customers, George Pepperdine. Yeah, probably. I don't I think don't it was know. Mr. Pepperdine or Harry Pepperdine. Jeff. Jeff Pepperdine. Pepperdine. Yeah. Uh, some guy said, "Hey, how much you want for the boat?" He goes, hey. I, "I don't know." <laughs> hey, twenty. It I'm wasn't Jack Pepperdine. <laughs> I'm going to start a college. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was. He went up to what was your grand, what was your gramps' name? I don't. Art or Arthur Gaines. Art Gaines. Yeah. Hey, Art. Do you <laughs> like education? I do. I'm gonna start me a university. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. I, don't I think, think that's it, how Pepperdine. University I don't think started. it was Mr. Pepperdine. <laughs> because it doesn't make any sense. The way the story is. Well, it could have been. Who knows where the name. Why don't we have our researcher here looking up how did the name Pepperdine University come about? I guess we just Where? have to do it ourselves. Yeah. So, um, so he's selling this boat, and the and and it was for sale. And guy goes, "Hey, I don't have or I don't want to give you money for your boat, but I've got a bunch of acreage north of here, you know, on the coast." Calvin, this is probably I don't know when this would have been, probably in the fifties or sixties. I don't know. Okay. I don't know when Pepperdine University, but it's not that not that old, you know. It was somewhere. I didn't know that it was. Well, no one knows two, anything about Pepperdine University. But there's two no Pepperdine campuses, though. Okay, All I right. think there's one. Isn't there one near Watts? The, I think Watts riots. 
Yeah, maybe. Excuse me for munching. I'm sorry. I've got. I've got. Paul's got acid the, reflux. Or he's something. got the bubble gut. Yeah, because he ate so much salami. He's just ah, ah. Yeah, that was a dick joke. We didn't actually eat it. I just yeah, throated it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! And this is why we get called the Brocast. Go throw that salami. Private, not for profit, co-educational research university affiliated with the Churches of Christ. Wah wah! Really, it's private non-profit university. Okay. Yes, I, I knew all of those things. That is not that is not the significant part of the sentence that I just read. Oh, Church of Christ. Yeah, Got it. Churches of Christ. Churches. Those people are cuckoo. Uh, near Malibu. Yeah. Malibu. Yeah, who'd want to live there? I think I th- it's just I th- north of Malibu, or it's in inlet of Mount Inlet. I think it's just north and slightly inboard, <laughs> inboard, in the. Oh my God! Can you stop? Inland. Thank you. Inland. Do, are you gonna be okay? I'm do you, fine. Do you know what their mascot is? Wi- I don't. Willie don't. the Wave. He's a wave. Oh my God. Yeah. They didn't spend a lot of time with that. That's cute. Are they on the coast? Do they have property on no, the coast? They're not on the coast. They're. In it was. They were established 1937. Okay. Okay. George Pepperdine. It is George Pepperdine. Well, no. We knew, I knew that was we, his name. We knew that, but... So I didn't... I threw this, that name out there, George Pepperdine, but just because it sounded right. But that that date doesn't sound... Uh, that's correct, I believe you. But I'm, they must have just... I bet you there was more... It was, hey, it was probably start out hey, as like a single room got, school. Goddamn dirty dick liquor. Why don't you listen to me every once in a while? Just because I'm like 25 years younger than you doesn't mean I don't I'm know listening. anything. I'm listening. February 1937, against the backdrop of the Great Depression, George Pepperdine founded the university as a Christian liberal arts college in the city of Los Angeles. Oh. 167 new students from 22 different states and two other countries entered classes on a newly built campus on 34 acres at West 79th Street and South Vermont Avenue, which is Vermont Knowles, which is called Watts now. Gotcha. South Central LA, referred to later as Vermont Avenue Campus. George Pepperdine College was fully accredited by the Northwest Association in 1938. Does it say George Pepperdine tried to get a bunch of land to a guy for a boat, but uh, he turned it down, and that man's name was Art Gaines. (laughs) And and that man's man's name was Art Gaines. Gaines. And now you know the rest (laughs) of the story. Oh, I fucking missed that guy. Uh, 1960s, a young college faced serious problems. The area around the Vermont Avenue campus develops issues with crime and urban decay. <laughs> Civil rights movement, California Prop 14, fair housing, Watts riots, 1965. Mm-hmm. Norvell Young, do you know that guy's name? Uh, yeah. He probably would have been a good friend of the family's now. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> 1967, the school began planning to move the undergrad. Campus and com- uh, committee was formed to look at alternative locations. Valencia, Orange County, Ventura, Westlake, blah, blah, blah. April 13, 1971, the new campus opened for student enrollment uh, September 1972. So, sure, that's right in there, the same time frame. Yeah. Oh, and I, you know what's funny? The old campus was sold to Crenshaw Christian Center, whose minister, Frederick Casey Price, then oversaw the construction of the Faith Dome. Have you ever seen the Faith Dome? No. I don't, you've never been, I guess. Uh, I had this weird, weird fascination because I listened to like 90s rap. Uh, so, the first time I got a chance to actually spend some time in LA, I made a friend of mine take me down to Crenshaw, down into South Central, just because I'd heard. I don't sure, know. I heard. I heard rappers talk about it all the time. When I was growing up, and like, I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. I want to go. go there. I want to go there. I mean, I grew up in a shitty neighborhood. I want to go to an even shittier neighborhood. Go like, there to sell that, lemonade or something. To set the yeah, stand. that's absolutely yeah. what I did. I sold. Okay. I, I sold lemonade mm-hmm. and uh, and watermelons. Oh no! I went down that road. That. No, no, no. I actually, we actually just drove to a street corner. 
I wanted him to get a picture of me, like with the street sign in the background, and uh, these um, uh, youths, youths, some miscreants, <laughs> not miscreants, some, uh, some, some. Uh, I don't know what you would call them. Definitely gang members because they were all wearing the same color. Okay, uh, walked up to us two white boys. Uh, it was like, hey man, what the fuck are you doing? And like giving a shit, and I was like, hey man, uh, just to be per- my friend Mike is freaking the fuck out. I'm sure, Mike Harmon because he knows better. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we're gonna get fucking robbed, and neither one of us have hardly any money. And he has an old Ford pickup truck. Like that's that's all we're we're not gonna we're gonna get our asses kicked. And the guy's like, what the fuck are you doing? I said, nah, man. I, here's the thing. I I grew up in Ohio. I grew up listening to, and I started you know, like NWA and Eazy E and Dre and Snoop and like rattled off a bunch of rappers. And I like I grew up listening or hearing things about this neighborhood. So I decided to come and check it out. And they're like you did like the, the one guy was uh, they're all kind of looking at each other started laughing and they're like you fucking kidding me right now well they're like they're, it's they're like there's probably two thoughts upon thinking, hey that's inside they're going that's kind of cool when reality they're going that's about the dumbest fucking thing these white folks will be doing out here right exactly now. which was what was told later so like there's I, somewhere packed away in fact i should actually be going through them because i'm still in the process of moving uh but uh i i have somewhere i have an, like some pictures that were taken uh with us and like me and my buddy Mike and all all these guys like eight, seven of them six seven of them they they at first they were ready to fucking roll us like they were going to take everything that we had mm-hmm. and then when really like you saw Mike who's freaking out I'm freaking out on the inside but I can kind of I can maintain right and I'm like I I, I was just totally honest with them I'm like listen I, I I came here I'm I don't mean to be a tourist I know that sounds shitty but I didn't grow up in a much better neighborhood and like like I grew up with crack dealers all over the place and like hearing gunshots at night and shit too so like I I'm not saying I'm like one of you guys but I've I grew up listening to the music that referenced this area and I've always wanted to come here so I I came here and they're like oh, fucking okay <laughs> and, and they just walked and, and, and took a bunch of pictures with us we hung out and I like, drank off of their 40s and shit and then got in our truck do you, and do you left. still have these pictures somewhere somewhere stashed somewhere okay. I need I need to go through them it was, it was pretty fucking cool it it, it 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 later on Mike and I were able to once we got far enough away from South Central he's like you fucking realize that like if it weren't for you sweet talking those guys we would just be a goddamn grease spot in a parking lot somewhere probably yeah i'm like yeah man i i saw menace to society and boys in the hood like i'm not trying to piss off cube or nothing like yeah it's just trying to move in on a territory no no we weren't and we were wearing neutral colors luckily none of us were wearing red Uh, anyway, right. so anyway, so, so that's where George, Pepperdine started George, in that area. And George Pepperdine started started in. <laughs> so like, anyway, so my grandfather had. The, I was going to. Yeah. I was going to have this boat, and he was for sale. And this guy that knew my grandfather said, "I, I don't want to, you know, buy your boat, but I've got a bunch of property up north of here, just north and east of, or yeah, whatever of Malibu." Which was Malibu even then wasn't that of a hot of a place. Let's call that in the '60s or something in the like '60s. That. Malibu was was. It was Malibu probably was getting, arts, it was artsy fartsy. Yeah. It was still cheap to live up there because it was so far away from LA. Nobody wanted to have yeah. nobody wanted an hour and a half commute. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at what you got. LA. So anyway, so you were going to trade a bunch. I don't know how much, whatever. But the the story is consistent. My grandfather confirmed it. He says, "Yeah, it was." I don't know. Again, I don't know how many acres it was, but it was right where Pepperdine University is. So right where now. did the acreage go? Um, did your grandfather sell it to George Pepperdine? No, my no, my my father didn't. No, he he. So my my grandfather owned the boat, right? He was. I don't know who sold the acreage. I don't know where it went eventually. So we didn't get the acreage. He didn't say. He didn't swap the boat for the acreage. He didn't. He did not. 
Oh, see, I missed that part. Had he done that, both no, tellings of the I wouldn't story. be sitting here talking to you, Joe, because I would be dead with probably slight lines of cocaine snorted everywhere. Yeah, or because it would have been worth a shitload, of, a shitload of money, probably. Yeah, you know, and who knows what? And they were pretty. My grandparents never really sold. I mean, they would have held on to it probably. They weren't wheeler dealer type. No, they they, they would just, have held on to it. And uh, weren't they in Santa Monica? Yeah, when they built. Uh, in 35, 30s? 36. Yeah. Built a couple of homes in Santa Monica. In Santa Monica. That's fucking nuts. It is. I can't even imagine. What, what, what did that house sell for? Do you remember? I don't know. It was it was dumb because they kind of, I think they tore it down. It, it wasn't that bad of a house, but everything's crammed up in there. And they had a, they had an empty lot. Yeah. There was a lot next to them. It's probably, the, seriously, the only empty lot in Santa Monica <laughs> anywhere. And, and it, was a, it was in a neighborhood. But they he bought that house or built that house. Little small house, fourteen hundred square feet or something, twelve hundred square feet, and the lot next to it specifically to grow fruit trees and, and to grow vegetables and stuff and wow. have chicken. That's what and so they for decades and they had wonderful and he was a turned into his own arborist, I guess, whatever, but he had those he'd grafted a bunch of trees together so one tree would have uh, plums and uh and and uh, peaches and nectarines and all in the same tree. And you can do that if, if the trees are something. Did you know that you could do that? Yes, I'm aware. And the, I don't like GMOs because they cause cancer and autism. My grandfather, he's... He might, he Your might grandfather's like, responsible he, for the rate of grand, autism. It's my grandfather and Monsanto. They're just... They're the same. Your grandsanto. one in the... <laughs> <laughs> one in the same um but anyway so they had uh, so, my grandfather did the same thing yeah. he had a he had a tree that had uh lemons limes and tangelos nice you're at tangelos before uh they're yeah. crossed between tangerines and oranges and an, think. Oh, and an oleo yeah so they actually are coated with a uh, oleo margarine <laughs> t- covering tangelo so you so can't t- actually t- pick them you have to wait uh, until low, they fall off the tree hello uh, hello tangerine it's, and pomelo. it's a pomelo god damn it <laughs> Why do I have to keep looking this shit up? Where the fuck is Kevin? Because I'm not going to look at it. You're going to look at it. You need to look at it. So they grew rhubarb there, all these vegetables. They had it's a chicken. hybrid of a tangerine and a grapefruit. And it's got the little nipple-looking thing on the top. I'm sure they had yeah. that there. But I, I do recall this. Well, well, my grandfather had a tree that he grafted and he had from three. So it, it, it was really cool-looking because it had so green, I, yellow, it is and cool. orange. So here's what's cool, though, in Santa Monica or Southern California, as you can imagine, because year-round something was edible. On the all these trees they had. Oh, of course, yeah. So we would go there and visit as kids in in, uh, in you the know, '40s, right? <laughs> a couple decades beyond that, and then beyond that, some more. We would go there and just walk out and just pick stuff off the grass or the trees and just stand around eating until we're just bloated full of fruit. You know, it was fantastic. Great. It was fantastic. I mean, you can't really go to a bunch of different trees like that in one spot and just kind of walk around and get fresh fruit that's fully ripened it really doesn't happen too often anymore no. unless you live you know outside of the desert or something yeah so anyway uh, yeah i can remember like my mom sending us oh shit i'll be right back oh there goes joe he like he does he have to like poop suddenly he's running he's i have never seen joe get up that quickly from this table and leave he just like which is fine it, he's pulling something out of the refrigerator it says it must be a special beer of some kind that's what it is Anyway, so that was Southern California. I would go there with my uh, uh, sister when we were in, let's say, uh, elementary school and junior high school and visit them all the time and go body surfing. That was fun. I never thought I'd figure out how to do that, but I did. I learned how to body surf and uh, never got chomped on by a shark. Not once. Never even saw a shark. Wrong coast. But you say, there's great white sharks off the West Coast, you dill, dill nose. Dill nose? Did you see one? No, but they're out there. 
I know they're out there. Um, what, could you sense them with your shark sense? <laughs> they're out there, Joe. And then these things called, I don't know what they're called, little, like little sand crabs or something. And, uh, and they, they would, these little, uh, they're like big pill bug looking things. And they would burrow in the sea, you know, the, the wave would come up and then would recede. And then there's like little bumps in the, and they would burrow down. And they're like little, they look like little roly polies, but they're bigger. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know what those I things think are. They're, they're like, uh, sand, I think they're like, I think you hit the nail on the head of the sand, sand crab. crabs. So people no. would, people get there and dig those up and then use them for bait. And, you know, they'd throw their, uh, you know, you could fish from the surf fishing. Right. And it's called from the surf. Yeah, surf casting. Surf casting, yeah. And then they would use those for bait. And that was a lot of fond memories of Southern California. Yeah. Talk about Southern California in like in its heyday. I, I, although... I think Santa Monica, by the time you were old enough to like remember it, was really starting to become overgrown and shit. I'm sure, like early 70s. Yeah, and it was. Start, my, my father used to fly out of there when he was younger, but they used to always say people that flew out of there during that time because there were orange groves everywhere, right. everywhere. Right, right, right. So it would smell like when you would go flying, or you would be flying cross country, then come back to uh, to uh, Los Angeles area. It would start smelling like oranges or start smelling like citrus. That's really cool. And you knew you were, you were getting home kind of thing. East Mesa used to be like that, say, 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Wow. Uh, and now it's just kind of overgrown. So, okay, where, so where, if they don't... The re- hold on a second. So if they don't grow that many oranges, it used to be a shitload of oranges there, and then there's a shitload of oranges in East Mesa or whatever. There were. Where, where, where are all these oranges being grown? I know we're still eating oranges. Costa Rica, Mexico, Brazil... Fine. Florida, Central and South Florida. Dep- I know places, I know places where the labor is cheaper. They, and the land is, is way cheaper. But still California is growing oranges somewhere. I mean, yeah, the Imperial so. Valley still has some as well. And there's still some, like Orange County still has like thousands of acres of orange groves. Okay. That's just slowly being gobbled up. So. Gotcha. The reason why I jumped up like that is I remembered. So uh, the last time we recorded, I bought a beer to bring here because I thought maybe you would like it. And it's a strawberry rhubarb sour. Holy shit. Okay. Oh, that's right. I remember talking about it. And yeah. I forgot to open it. So I the other night I was over at the Foss's house, and uh, he's like, hey, just bring something to drink. I'm like, all right. So then I go to the quick stop, and look, they still have this stuff on sale. So I get it again. And what did I do? Fucking forgot to open it while I was at his place. So that's twice now. But no, what I was going to tell you is I remember you were talking about going out in you know, grandparents' yard. Um, we had naturally growing just rhubarb everywhere because mm-hmm. it's a weed. It grows like a weed. So it was on the farm that I live It does. On. And and uh, I can remember the stepdad going out there and making sure it wasn't just elephant ear and and not uh, or making sure it wasn't just elephant ear that it was actually uh, rhubarb because they look very very. Did he make the, you sample different. the leaves and see if you got really sick and stuff? Uh, like yeah, that? no, I used to have a third brother, uh, you know, <laughs> and uh, make him they, test the leaves. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Oh, because uh, you know They're poisonous the leaves, people. They leave so stupid, poisonous. But we would cut cut it, and mom would roll sugar and just kind of gnaw on the end of it. I wonder how poisonous the leaves are. Like in other words, if you were just to, they, I, I don't know how poisonous they are, but I've heard of people getting violently ill from eating very little tiny bits of them. Wow. Yeah. So like I, I, I apparently they're fairly uh, thing whatever. So you always but kind of I, wonder, I meant to I was going to bring that up and then I fucking remembered that I had the rhubarb. I'm going to see if it's kind of reddish at all. Nope, not really. It's well, it's kind of no. Nope. It's nope. it has it has a hue, a slight red hue. Of course, it's hard to tell because we have a red orb over here right now too. Yeah, the casting. orb is in full effect. Full reddish orb. All right, so so this is. Who makes this? From from where? All right. Well, so I don't. You know me. I don't normally talk shit about other breweries in public. Oh, it's from Great Divide. 
So why would you talk Great to about this Great Divide is in Denver. Ah, God, I'm fucking getting there. I'm getting to it. Okay. Great Divide is in uh, uh, Denver, downtown Denver area. Okay. And I'm going to be smelling it now. It's about four and a half years ago, four years ago, something like that, I went to Denver with uh, the ex-girlfriend. The plan was to go see Avalanche, uh, whatever, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and, uh, oh, the Broncos game, Broncos-Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. But we were there for like four days or three and a half days, and, we, I, and I said, I listen, there's a ton of breweries here that I've been drinking their beer for years, and I finally get to go to, like, the motherland where they were birthed. I want to I do this. And the big one of the big ones was Great Divide, and that was the one. I mean, we trucked it a long ways and for any of you people out there that have ever been to downtown Denver it's not exactly a walking area like it's not a wide it, it it is walkable but we walked about three miles from where we parked after the avalanche game and then when walked over walked to great divide and it was a it took a long fucking time to get there's you know, cross streets and whatever so we get there we walk in I'm like this is great it smells good it's busy they're little they have a little tap room and uh, it wasn't late. We went to an afternoon avalanche game. It was probably 4.30 or 5 o'clock. We walk into the tap room, and uh, I get up to the counter. He goes, yeah, what can I get for you? And I said, I want to sample this and this and this. And he's like, okay, cool. And I said, is there – like, I work at a brewery in Arizona. I've been drinking guys' beers for, like, 10 years. I've I, I, Like, I'm finally – I finally get a chance to visit Denver. Do you guys do any tours in the brew house? And I could see guys in there working. I told the guy that I work at a brewery, and he's like, we don't do tours. And I was like – can I just poke my head in or anything? And he's like, I said we don't do tours. Uh-oh. And I'm like, okay, man, that's cool. Um, right on. Uh, so how much do I owe you for the tasters? And he's and they charged me $4 per two-ounce taster. That Holy crap. kind of pissed me off. Is he just being a dick? Yeah, and he was point? a real dick. And he wasn't just a dick to me. He was a dick to the girlfriend. He was a dick to the... Like a couple people that were in line, he was just being an asshole. Maybe he's something was bad in his life. Uh-huh. At that yeah, fine, fair enough. We've all had bad days, and some people can't put on a face. I I'm get it. always in a good mood, Joe. Moving forward, <laughs> I uh, you're always in a good mood after I talk you down a little bit. <laughs> Jesus, talk me off the, edge I'm of like the cliff. Verbal Xanax. Yeah, you like the what? What was that crew that talks people? Some people from jumping off of a crane or something. Martin Riggs. Yeah, it's like Martin. You're like Martin Riggs. You want to jump? Do you? Do you? <laughs> anyway, <jump>. uh, negotiators. <laughs> well, there's and some other. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, yeah, All right, go I'm ahead. Talking. Anyway, so he was kind of. That was kind of off-putting. And then, uh, then I got served. Uh, so I like the tasters, and I and I ordered uh, like another beer that I wasn't one of the tasters. It was a beer that I'd had before in bottle form or on tap, but I'd never had it at the brewery, so I wanted to have it fresh. So I ordered it. And he pours it for me, and I take a drink of it, and it tasted terrible. Hmm. Like it had gone bad or just not a good tasting beer? Like they hadn't cleaned the lines in forever. Oh. And it was really busy. I wasn't going to bring it up. And I I drank probably half of it. I even had, like, the girlfriend try it, and she's like, that doesn't taste right. Sets it down. So I just set it down on the bar and and just kind of was standing there. He goes... And he guy the same guy walks over. He goes, "What's wrong with that?" And I'm like, "I, I don't know, man. It doesn't taste right. It tastes off." And he goes, "Oh, you. Oh, so now you're the you're the beer expert or something? Oh, God, said something this, like that. Like he was a real not, asshole." Yeah. And I was like, "Ah, you know what? What do I owe you? I'm leaving." And he goes, uh, "What's the problem? Like I I don't like your attitude and I don't like this place. I'm I'm over it." 
And I and I gave him whatever fifteen bucks or whatever, and we walked out. And I had the the first Great Divide product I've purchased since then is this bottle, and that so was almost the, five years ago. That's the place, the Great Divide that you went to, the guy yeah. uh, with the shitty. Now that's the only time you've been there, I nope. imagine. No, nope. oh. went back there before we left for the airport. But like, oh, the we same had like trip. We, we, had, we had like an evening deal, same trip. Uh, it was like Monday morning or Monday, like early afternoon. We went there, went to, why'd you go back? I went back because I wanted to give it, give them another shot because I like their beers that much. Sure. And, uh, different, different people were in there. It was a Monday late morning, early afternoon. It was like noon or one different people. Same attitude, really same problems with the, the flavors. And, and, and then on top of that, they said, well, all of our taster glasses are in the dishwasher right now because they have an automatic dishwasher, so I can't give you a taster. <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, you know what? I'll pass. And I just walked out. Now, I didn't get on fucking Facebook and give them a shitty review or anything like that, and this is the first time I've publicly spoken too much onions about it. Onions, too. Fucking, yeah, I don't fucking do that <laughs> shit. Does every town have an orchids and onions? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just wondering. I, 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 all I can handle is just the one. I know. Just the Kingman's. It's good enough. All right, so so it bumped me out. So like that, it was yet, significant that I saw this, and I'm like, "Fuck, it's on sale!" All right, I'll buy it. You're still patronizing them by what, by buying their once product. every five fucking years. Okay. I think is is I'm okay. Yeah. So this is a, a strawberry strawberry rhubarb sour. All right. Is it gonna be sour because the lines are bad? <laughs> What's not bad is in bad lines. Yeah, it doesn't taste like an infected batch, although, oh, whatever. Infected batch. It just, it upset me. I don't know. It, and it, what bumped me out was that there was like one place that we tried to go to that was like heavy metal themed. It's mm-hmm. called True Brewing, which they, they had been open not quite a year at that point. Like their tap, like all their, like their, where their tap handles are. Mm-hmm. Above it is like a satanic altar with like melted candle wax and shit all over the place. I'm like, I fucking have to go there. Um, and they didn't oh, like they're they were like they 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 had like weird hours or something on the weekend. I'm like, God damn it. Couldn't make it there. Went to Breckenridge, which is now owned by which was the classiest place I went to because they had like 50, 60 beers on tap. And the 50% of them are theirs. The other 50% are Colorado only beers. That's and cool. I liked that concept. Unfortunately, wah, wah, they sold out to AB InBev about two years ago. Oh. Which sucks because that their vanilla porter is the absolute best vanilla porter I've ever had. Now, this beer doesn't taste real strong. What's the uh, alcohol ABV on this? Mm-hmm. Tastes pretty light in the alcohol department to me. Um, you can taste the, uh, it is a sour, like you said, but it's, it's not overpoweringly sour. 6.2%. Oh, it's more than I thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not a, uh, it, it, <laughs> Joe is playing with the orb. Yeah. Well, color. cause I can't, it's hard to read pink. I'll read with fucking pink. There, there we, we go. go. Damn it. Um, the, uh, so it is a sour. You can tell that, but it's uh, it's not overpowering. It's and not. It's but, not. But, you, like but the, you can taste a little bit of strawberry, a little bit of rhubarb in there. Yeah, you can. You can, you can definitely it's get there. it in there. Yeah. yeah. I wish it was just straight up rhubarb. Yeah. But I know how you are with that shit. People, uh, people gotta gotta cut their rhubarb. It's that's a ripoff, man. It lowers the street value. It lowers the street value. <laughs> you cut your rhubarb. Would you strawberry. cut your? You call the strawberry is now a cutting agent for for rhubarb. <laughs> it is so ridiculous. I watched Blow the other night. 
Oh, did you? I hadn't seen it in a while, and we had watched American Made a couple times. And you're on you're on the cocaine sort of uh, yeah, movie. on the <laughs> cocaine movie trip. So you watch The Departed now, where he's Jack I, is just throwing I, cocaine at the hookers. Watched it like three weeks ago. <laughs> I, yeah, he's like, what does he say? Don't 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 uh, stop don't, till don't, you're numb. Don't start or moving till you're numb or, yeah. or something. Jesus Christ, <laughs> fucking Jack. And you know what? I don't think Jack Nicholson was acting. No, I, that was probably his cocaine, as a matter of fact. Uh, yeah, he brought his, he's like, I brought my own props. And they're like, oh, what is that, uh, vitamin B powder? Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it in blow they used? A lot of a lot of, uh, a lot lot of of places will use, or a lot of movies will use, I think it's vitamin B. It is. It's But in blow, it was uh, milk. It was uh, powdered milk. It's B, whatever. Because I bought, like I bought some of that, too, for the 80s party. I think I bought Oh, that. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that, where you had your... Your your cable modem that was that you put stickers on it to make it look like a, that's a good phone. Looking, that's a good looking funny phone for the it 80s. was so fucking funny. And then you had your speed dial to Bogota because <laughs> all the younger people are going. I don't know, Bo, Boga Bogado Boga Bogota Bogota. It's pronounced Bogota. <laughs> that, you know, like you guys are obviously are not old enough to know what Bogota right, Colombia exactly. is. Exactly. Like they know just enough like what they've seen on VH1 like. The VH1, I love the 80s. Yeah. That's what those, like all those people for the 80s parties, that you can tell the people that were born about 85 and and further, they don't remember what the 80s were like. They've seen pictures of their parents right. or brothers and sisters, and they've seen whatever they've seen on TV. They don't remember actual shit like Miami Vice. No. Or we used like, to watch that show when it came, it came out on Friday night, I think, was the night it came out. We used to Miami Vice. Go check it out. Now, I... I watched it in reruns. I might have seen a couple episodes in actual broadcast, but uh, I don't honestly remember seeing. Like I, I know I've seen episodes. Like I, I bet it doesn't doesn't stand up, does it? I'm, I'm sure guessing. not. It's Crockett and Tubbs, and it's ridiculous because yeah. cops don't act like that. Like that's not how it was in Miami. Not, in the not 80s, if you're I'm undercover. Sure. You don't act like that if you're undercover. Is that what they were? Is I think they, they were, were not they, regular cops. I mean, they weren't undercover, but they were. I know Don Johnson didn't shave. Not well. He some a little bit. He always had a little bit of a uh, something. Yeah, too much cocaine. Or and yeah. so that reminds me. There's apparently there was a TV show. I had never heard of it. Something about paradise. Something or other with Hulk Hogan that took place in Miami. Did you know anything about that? Oh, Where sure. he was like a private investigator or some shit. I'm probably I, somewhere. I had never heard of this this and that that show until maybe six months ago. Never mm. fucking heard of it. I, I'm I don't recall it, but I'm sure I've seen it. You know what I mean? It was like it tried to pick up where Miami Vice left off. Because uh-huh. Miami Vice went off the air in like eighty nine or ninety. Like it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was done. Um it's something I, it's funny, I was talking to Porsche uh last week about how I was very fortunate at the time where I was born to remember like I remember the Challenger and I remember the wall falling. And I remember, I remember kind of the significance of the wall falling, but also like having uh, people having to get new maps. I remember being in junior high in '92 or '93. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in junior high both those years, but I think it might have been '92. I was in either sixth grade or seventh grade and got all brand new maps for because of that reason. Yeah, right? yeah, because the maps we had were fucking forty years I, old. I remember traveling to Germany and to this glider factory when it was East and West Germany, and then still oh, shit, and then, and then yeah. still going there when it was just Germany. You know, it was it was like right during that and transition. seeing the difference. Yeah, huh? yeah, it was kind of interesting. But hey, speaking of Don Johnson, do you know he was a? Uh, let's go back to John, Mister Johnson. Um, he was in a movie where he played Elvis Presley. I, I can't. Yes, you, you, you just imagine this. 
You need to look it up. It is. Such I mean, I like. I don't shit on Don Johnson because I like Tin Cup and things I, like that. I think Don, Johnson, was a, Don Johnson is, is was pretty a, funny, pretty decent actor. He's not bad. You know what I mean? Okay. But there's a movie where it's. You need to watch this movie because it's so bad. It is so bad. I'm gonna guess it was done in the late 70s. Is or it like early Invasion 80s. of the Body Snatchers? Bad? Like, no. It, it, well, no, it's not. But it's it's supposed to be a serious drama about uh, Elvis Presley. It had to be in the. Was it after um, Miami? It had to be before Miami. It had to be before Miami Vice. Well, I'm going to go back to it. Do you, do you have any idea what it might have been called? N- no. Elvis and the Beauty Queen? Is that it? It's a TV movie, brother. Oh. 1981. 81, so it was before Miami Vice. Yes, I called that right. Stephanie Zimbalist played. It is so bad. Linda Thompson. Don Johnson. Good Lord. Yeah, it's it's almost worth finding an illegal download somewhere, and uh, well, it's definitely four point five out of ten stars. On <laughs> I was gonna say, wow, really out of five? Yeah, <laughs> no, four point five out of fifty. Might as well be fifty. Elvis and the Beauty Queen, one of many biographical Elvis films involving Elvis Presley. Shortly after Elvis's separation from Priscilla in February '72, Elvis met a former Memphis beauty queen, Linda Thompson. Oh God. It's Nobody so, cares. It's so bad. I can't believe that you even remember that. Don't you love the like the stupid shit that you remember? I, I remember watching this with my friend George Schobler, the cook chef guy. I think we happened to be watching it at his house or my house on a probably a rainy Saturday. And what the hell? This is Elvis. Oh, my God. That's Don Johnson. Don fucking Johnson. <laughs> it's like we're watching it. He's at the piano trying to come up with some piece of music. First of all, he didn't write anything anyway. Ever. So I th- didn't couldn't play the fucking piano. I, I think he was trying to write, a, compose a piece of music, and it just wasn't working. And he just split up with what's-her-face. And so he kind of cries dramatically and stops playing and puts his head down on the piano and it, in such a horrible fashion. That we both just rolled laughing. It's amazing. It was, I love I love seeing those performances where you just have to laugh out loud like a belly laugh. Yeah. A guffaw, if you will. But he's not a bad actor, though. I mean, he developed into he, not, he, not yeah, bad. He learned, I yeah. guess, you know. Oh, he's uh, not going to be a, I mean, he's not a top A-lister, but, you know. He's still Don fucking Johnson. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I don't mind Don Johnson. I, I don't mind him either. I, remember, I feel like he was. This is the most I've ever talked about him, I think. Cause it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about. Uh, I. Th- what? Why oh, was he was why in, did I think, he was in the in the in the d- 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 Django? That was the last time I yes. remember was in Django. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, he killed it in Django. Yeah. He was oh, yeah. great. It's like he, you do this a little what too. What was that Jimmy's name? You worked down the glass factory. <laughs> it's like, like that guy fucking. He it's had like some of the it's best like lives. Don Johnson does that a little too well. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you gotta wonder. Like, he dropped the N bomb a little bit too <laughs> eagerly. That's right. When do I get to start saying nigger in this movie? By the right. way, right. <laughs> Whereas the the opposite end of the spectrum is Leo DiCaprio. With uh, Samuel Jackson talked about how Leo DiCaprio was like, I'm uncomfortable saying this word. He goes, Oh, you're uncomfortable. <laughs> you're <Jack>. uncomfortable, <laughs> Samuel, motherfucker. That, like you know, Samuel you know, he, Jackson's <laughs> role about being that servant or whatever he was in that it was so that was hilarious. Funny. That was when he showed up and went, "Oh my God, look at Samuel Jackson." He was he was just so he did a great job. He did. He yeah. was <laughs> that movie. I'll never forget going to see that. That was Christmas Day that night, 2012. Yeah, because uh, I left uh, Porsche's mom's house. 
and was like, I gotta, I gotta go. I'm gonna I think go I saw home it in town this. myself. I think it was a, one of the few movies I've seen in yeah, our little town. That's there. where I went. I yeah. was, and so I drove home. Uh, Bo and Tyson, they were arguing over how to put together a fucking telescope, which was funny. <laughs> Because uh, I'm watching like the two least handy people I fucking know trying to put together a precision piece of equipment. So you went, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go. With well, <laughs> I was gonna the show the showing that I could make it to wasn't until 10:30. It was a late showing mm-hmm. on Christmas Day, so I was meeting up with uh uh uh, uh who was it? Oh, Dave Diaz. Oh, Dave, Dave Diaz and I were like he's like I don't really give a shit about Christmas. So let's, and I'm like, all right. That's I, a I, perfect Christmas I, movie. I, it's a great, it is a great Christmas movie. And he and I were, there was probably 50, 60 people in the theater, way more than I thought for a late showing on Christmas. But when like the stylized, like blood and shit goes everywhere. like All, we all, were doing, all over the cotton. That was very blood slow all, motion. Slow motion over the cotton. That's when, she, yeah. that's when Dave and I finally broke. That's when we yeah. lost it. We we're fucking dying laughing. People were looking at us like. What's wrong with you? Yeah, it is kind of a fun. I mean, it's a serious satire, or whatever, but it's it also is. a comedy. And I like that that he, um, uh, Quentin Tarantino called it a, uh, you know, you know what a western is, right? Well, this is a southern, and it's, <laughs> southern. but he's right. It That's is, exactly you know. what it is. It was so good. It was the last good movie he did. When Jamie Foxx went in, he goes, "I can pick any clothes I want," right? And then he, and then the next scene, he's riding on the horse, dressed and like dressed a pimp. like a fucking pimp. <laughs> Oh my god! With the frilly fucking everything. I think it's a purple outfit, if I recall. I'm it's sure blue. it was. Oh, it was blue. Okay, you're right. Yeah, that was, it was that was it funny. was blue. I have to watch that movie again soon. So good. Yeah, it is such a good fucking movie. Should we take and, a break. I'm sorry, I didn't. Yeah, let's. Cut you yeah, off. yeah, yo, you know what? Paul needs a break. He's getting old. I, <laughs> We're gonna celebrate Paul's 75th birthday here. Yeah, it's coming so. up good. It's gonna be what, what? What number is that? If you're, uh, yeah, it's like the. Is that like the platinum? What, the balsa wood? No, it's, balsa wood. I think it's platinum. <laughs> Platinum. I, I think platinum, platinum is 75th. Uh, yeah, next year. Looking forward to it. That's crazy. All right, well, we're going to discuss gift options. Listen right. to some music. Plastic. 
Are we recording now? Oh, yeah, we're on. I'm recording. We're I'm back. My finger. I'm not done biting my fingernail. Okay, well, finish up with that, you old fart. Jesus Christ. No, I just got... Ow. I can't believe how late it is. I'm surprised you're up. I mean, it's after 8 o'clock. Yep. Shit, it's almost 8.30. The Jim Lehrer News Hour is you know almost what? over. <laughs> I have been known recently to stay up until the sun rises. And that's not getting up for the Denny's special or something. I'm fairly certain that's exactly what that's for. <laughs> what, you have to go out there and feed the hogs? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Milk the cows? Yeah. God, can you imagine, how many people actually get up in this county and milk the cows? Probably fewer than 20 Okay, in the whole goddamn county. Eh, yeah. I bet they have cows up in the polygamy country up in the Arizona Strip. And that's technically in the county. Okay. You're right. It is. But I, like Colorado City kind of stuff. Yeah. Oof. Those people. I have told. I have told. I am told. Uh, you are told. You I, were told. Are we conjugating now? Is I, that what we're doing? I have been tolling. I have to- been tolling. <laughs> I need you Having to continue the sentence. I am told the actual Colorado City Airport is not bad. <laughs> I need to go up there. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I need to go. We want to fly up there and pick up four or five wives or what? I heard the terminal building is not bad. Not that anybody would really care, but I've heard it's not a bad terminal. It's like a, it's a I nice. I feel like the only people that use that, ter- that, that terminal building would be people going up there to arrest people. I think it is. I think it's pretty much the sheriff's department mm-hmm. uses it all the time. In the county, Colin, Colin Patillo is always talking about flying up there. Yeah. Not always, a few times a year. Yeah, no, I In think the county's that, airplane. Um, what is it, fucking Cessna or something? It's shit a that Cessna. Have. I think it's a 210 if, I, if I'm correct. Yeah. I think so. Anyway. Yeah, See, the Colorado funny. City Airport Hair Care Tire Center and Wife Emporium. I wonder how they finance that. I don't see. I'm just going off on this. You know, I wonder how they how they fund that airport. Up how there do they how fund they, the airport up there? Apparently, it's a good terminal building. I'm Maybe they just sell off their children. They might. Anyway, so yeah. How do you? Uh, what, what are we talking about? Uh, Your birthday. I can't remember what we talked about. There was something else I was going to mention on that. Django. Yeah, no, 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 no. Before it was uh, Don Johnson. So, what is really? I mean, right now, what is? I know everything's always on people's mind. What is on your mind right now? I mean, not. I mean, just right now. I need mean, to look at me like because that. You're, I'm oh, on your, I have I'm way too many mind. fucking things going on in I my know, mind right now. I know. Way you, too many things. I can tell you're moving. Like I said, you're uh, not moving away. You just yeah, not moving away. Just moving away from my current home. So yeah. you're moving, which is stressful in and of itself, but it's also cathartic because I'm like. It's like a purging. It's a it's a cleansing purge. Do you need to uh, borrow my trailer or anything? I don't think so. I don't think I really have anything that necessitates a trailer. Okay. Uh, since you were so gracious as to give me the memory foam mattress, I can fold it up like a taco with ratchet straps like I got it to my house. Make it fit in my truck. Why, why don't we put something? Like, why don't we move something? Why don't we use my big flatbed car hauling trailer out there? And we'll put like something just really kind of funny small. and small right in the middle of my, it, like my pillows and bed linens, and just right in the center, like, of it. right in the middle of it. Strap it down with like a bunch of of those cargo You're such straps. A dick. I think that's a great idea. I love it. <laughs> and drive also with flashers on. We'll put it like a, like a car behind it. You know, one of those things we do, like the the like a, a pilot car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> It'd be funny. It would be funny it, it, until we got pulled over and they're like, "What are you fucking Yahoo's doing?" They're like, "No, nah, it's fine. It's a publicity and, stunt." And then, and then we could do. They think it's, oh, "What are you guys hauling there?" And we could say, we "Can't, can't tell you." Then I that told would, you I'd have to kill you. That would get us in trouble if we just say, "We just, stay away from it, officer." Please, you need to stay away from it. You don't want postal inspectors crawling up your ass. Yeah, because they'll do it. And uh, and then they would be, and then they'd get mad because we'd be telling them what to do, and we'd probably go to. They probably get cornhole in the fucking drunk tank. They take us down to the. Yeah. 
That's fucked up. You know, Kingman doesn't even have a drunk tank. You know what they have? KRMCER. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's the, the drunk tank. The drunk tank is would be the uh, if you're the, so uh, police o- department. Well, if it well, no, the, if you're so overly intoxicated that you can't maintain and you're like convicted, not convicted, but charged with public intoxication, you're staggering all over the place. They take you to the emergency room oh. to sober you up. But in, you're saying this is not a normal normally normally uh, a municipality normally would have, have a drunk tank. Yeah, they would have a drunk tank. They have like a a, a holding cell with a. Which uh, is at the jail normally. You, no, it's usually at the police station. Okay, so it's a room. Or it has a drain in the center of it. Oh. Angled rooms. Or angled, and, and it's angled, angled so you can just people puke and shit and yeah, pa- pass out. And then when they're sort of sober enough, then they book them. Yeah, Dano. Book them, Dano. <laughs> what show is that from? I'm, I'm not I old. Don't even rem- I don't remember either. You I, don't remember I, what I Book Them Dano's from? I don't think I watched that show. Obviously, a police show of some kind. Clearly. Yeah. Uh yeah, what is the other thing? Oh, Porsche's getting ready to go to college. With I, I, I it started like as you, you know, it's you have this abstract thing where your kid's like, you know, going to be moving out. Yeah, and it's this abstract thing that's way off the distance. And then when it starts, things start to really solidify. Like I, 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 you know, uh, reserved two nights uh, hotel stay down in Tucson. Yeah. Which is uh, when August something August fourteenth uh, and fifteenth. I'm sure you've shed 16th. tears over this whole thing. Not yet, really? no, not yet. Right. It, last night was like like really just kind of hit me that this is really a, a thing that's happening. Yeah. Whereas like what, what I told Portia was, hey, uh, we're gonna leave. I want to leave by noon uh, at the absolute latest on you know on the fourteenth, so we can get down there and have some pool time at the hotel. And then I realized the next day. We won't be able to hang out by the pool because she will be in her new dorm room and she won't be with me anymore. That kind of was a punch to the gut. And what? But but I mean, it's it's it's. Oh, all but un- but her dorm also has a pool. Her dorm does have a pool, but I'm not going to be hanging out there. <laughs> not yet. Oh, I got to get to know some of her her dorm mates. Hey, it's are they not funny? Are they gonna? <laughs> not. I didn't say that. Bad. No, I did. Are I th- did. I thought it, and it was bad. Are I'm they like, gonna have? Um, all we need to know is a cotillion. No, no. <laughs> at this pool, uh, at the dorm, which used to be a motel, I understand. Yes, it was a Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. Okay. At this pool, I'm not, I'm not being goofy or weird. Okay. Are they, are they? Is there like a barbecue out there? People can you can you, can you cook uh, out there? Maybe I don't know. And if they don't have that, then can one bring one? Look, man, we are not going to have pool parties at Porsche's dorm. Why not? I don't have a good answer for you. See? I really don't. She's your I, daughter. I yes, I understand that. We'll consider it family time, right? Yes. Her two dads show up just to hang out. I and wouldn't then the mind. One, the elder dad decides. I wouldn't mind going to a pool in Tucson and cooking burgers and having a drink. You're so bad. You're leaving out the whole aspect of the nubile 18 to 22 year no, old females. That are I don't care there. if they're there or not. I, I would. I understand that you say that that you wouldn't care, but I'm no. In fact, it'd pretty be bad. sure you'd be disappointed if they weren't. No, it'd be bad if they were actually, because what would happen was we'd be the, especially me, be the old weird, creepy guys hanging out at the pool cooking burgers with a margarita machine. You know what though? Like I, I have a feeling that you and I can pull it off, maybe. But I'm not going to do that to embarrass Portia. We could just show up at another dorm. Oh wait, there isn't another one with a pool. Right? Sorry, that's Portia. My po- that's my point. <laughs> Sorry, Portia. We're going to show up to your place. 
So I'm just kind of wondering. I'm not really going to probably be doing that at all. But I'm just kind of curious because if I were in college and I had a pool and it was a hotel and you got to swim in it, you'd want to hang out there and uh, maybe barbecue. I I honestly agree with you 100%. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Maybe so. maybe we'll see if they have grills available. I mean, do, some put well. I bet they don't, but they don't allow it. It's anyway. probably a fire hazard. They don't want drunk college kids doing that shit. And what do they do? They allow? And I know that most college kids are not of drinking age, but do they allow alcohol at this pool? I don't know. I'm not positive. These are the most important things you need to find out when you go down there. On the uh, I think that there's an RA there for a reason. <laughs> Bless you. So sorry. You're allergic to bullshit. Is that what it is? No, I don't know what. Something went up my left nostril. <laughs> Was it the cocaine? <laughs> Something. Officer, it just went right up my nose. It shot right up there. Didn't you see the <laughs> dust storm that just happened? It came out of the south. Looked like it came from Columbia. It was like one of those little microbursts. It was going right up there. Microburst. <laughs> it was a dust devil. It was a... Um, anyway, God, it really does itch. Oh, my God. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm just waiting for you to right, calm no, down no, from I'm your good. sneezing fit. So, um, so I don't think that I think what we could do, do cartoon casual Tucson, oh yeah, Tucson edition is go down there and get a hotel room at, at a motel or a hotel that has a has a pool, but make sure that it's not a fancy place, some place where we can get real white trash, just drink lots of PBR and make hamburgers and, 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 and hot dogs and whatnot and invite Porsche and a bunch of her friends over. I think we talked about, um, well, that, but I mean. I think we talked about, uh, and you mentioned, I believe, there's a kind of a neat, I'm sure there is, neat Irish pub down there somewhere on the main drag, and you thought it'd be a really cool place to do a remote uh, cartoon casual um, podcast from there. I think, it, am I, I making did? this up? I may have yeah, just dreamt this whole I thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so in my dream, this is how it went then. It's <laughs> oh, please tell me about your dream, Dr. I, I, King. I thought that you were... Uh, you were, uh, I thought you said, what's that main road that has all the pubs and bars and cool hangout? It's Fourth a, Avenue. Oh, right. Fourth so that, that's kind Fourth of, the, it's, it's the known place. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So is there not an Irish pub? I'm sure that? there's like 40 knockoff Irish pubs in Tucson. Yeah. Because the Irish used to hang out there a lot. We know. Well, I think Actually, they settled they did. it. Yeah, back in that, I'm sure they did. The Irish were hanging out. They, they were in Tucson. Cowboys and stuff. I mean, when they came over. The, the Irish were cowboys. A lot of them were. Just, are, the, I'm not. <laughs> are you fucking high right now? No, I'm just saying. Do I need to administer a you, drug test? You, they were the McThis and the Mc, they, they were the McClouds probably and stuff. They were think of all the Mc the something. The McClouds, really? Did you have to bring the Highlander into it? <laughs> no, stop. Oh, am I crossing my 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 centuries? Yes, no, and I'm those not. are Scots. McCloud is definitely <laughs> that's M A C, not M T. That's not what I mean. You I fucking cockknocker. McLaren, McClendon, there's something. If you go, if you go to the whatever that freaking movie, you know, the Tucson Tombstone movie, there's an MC something. That's Tombstone. That's not Tucson, though. That's close enough. I'm just saying there were Irish cowboys, and they weren't that uncommon. Fine. So my point is, Irish pub, go on. Because there were Irish cowboys in the All West, certainly there's an Irish pub in the near the University. <laughs> wow, U of a. are you okay? <laughs> I'm connecting that all together. Anyway, so I I thought that you told me this, and uh, so I thought, and you mentioned doing. I we did talk about a while back about doing a remote down there somewhere somehow. So I, I want to do one in in Tombstone. 
Okay. I want to do one in Tombstone, and then I want to just waltz into a bar in Bisbee that Doug Stanhope might be hanging out in. All right, cool. And then just start recording a podcast when he comes over. He goes, hey, what are you guys doing? I do a podcast. He's like, yeah, Doug, you're not funny. <laughs> and, and, like, and just dismiss him. Oh, he's going to no. walk out. He's no, gonna he just... would not. No, 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 I wouldn't even say that to him. I'm like, yeah, man, you can join if you want. I guess, uh, what's your name, Stan Stanhope? Doug? Doug Stanhope, that's Douglas? your name? Is it Douglas? Is it Douglas? Dude, Joe Rogan calls him Douglas. It's funny. Does he really? It's funny. It's I funny. Even... It's like when I call Mike Michael yeah. or Tim Timothy. Because it, it's like a term of endearment, but it's also a little condescending. You kind of really wonder what Doug Stanhope would do if we were down there and uh, actually were. And you could kind of tell we were kind of recording. Well, he, he talks about Bisbee. He probably would respect us the same way we respect we would respect him. And I mean, would he walk over, over and go, hey, what's up? And we could see what he's down not, and we could start talking to him? Or? Not while we're recording. He'd probably wait and come over and go, what the fuck are you guys doing in my bar? I'm like, the fuck are you doing in our bar? This is our bar. And yeah. he's like, oh, no, it's not actually... No, he he seems like a real down to earth guy, and Bisbee's one of those live and let live kind of places. And, and I like the way he described the town on that. Uh, he's on Rogan what last week. Yep. The way the way he described Bisbee really just kind of sounds a lot like uh, a lot like Kingman, where you have two different factions. Of Except there's a of lot people. more artsy, cool, fartsy stuff going on and weird eccentric stuff. But that's what he said. He said you just have more extreme factions. You have the more extreme right wing and the more extreme very left. Yeah artsy fartsy commune type folks but i and think, then, I the, think uh, then you have the way other end of the spectrum and he's like but it's still small town politics yeah it's it's and, and then he's like and he keeps calling his his, his cop friend bob friendly <laughs> officer bob friendly and i was like is that is you really saying his name and then i realized that bob friendly is like just a nice guy you know, call him but, officer bob friendly sure. he's like he's a good dude um anyway. The uh, he was talking a lot about there too because they have an airport down there that there's a home that's available right <laughs> in the airport. That and house, I, I remember that house. Want, what did he say that they wanted five hundred thousand for? But I think they it was would four forty or something. They would take three fifty. Yeah, like he he knows somebody that's in the business of flipping houses. They're like, and they toured it. It was his parents or in laws or something. Bingos. And then Rogan was like, all excited. He goes, God, that's you could that's cheap compared to California, of course. That's well, yeah, real cheap. Well, what you're like getting is like a four thousand square foot house on an airport with a big hangar with a hangar, hangar, yeah. hangar. And um, so, are you, is that going to be your second house? Well, I was told about that home from someone else uh, uh, a year or two ago, and I checked it out. Actually, I actually got online and looked at. I haven't been down. I haven't flown down there, but. I was just kind of wondering, this is where I'm thinking about this, because there's an airport there and Doug Stanhope's down there. I'm just wondering if he, because he flies around and tours around. I assume he probably just drives to Tucson um, and then flies And then Tucson. flies from there, probably. How long of a drive is it from Tucson? Two hours. To, yeah, that's kind of a long haul. Yeah, we do it to Vegas. I mean. No, it's not two hours. It's an hour and a half if I you drive know. properly. Fine. I'm just wondering if, um, but it, but he did say he's flown out. He was talking about his friend's a pilot. He's now a commercial pilot, but like he used to fly to Tucson or fly. He was like, "Hey, man, you want to fly to L.A.? I'll pay for the gas and you so uh, hang it, out for a couple of days and then fly me back." He's like, "Yeah, it's because he would he would do like uh, hit a st- like do a like a two night stint at the comedy store, do Rogan's podcast, and then fly back to Bisbee, and they would just fly straight from L.A." Which sounds like fun. That, what I mean, but he didn't cool. really. Did he indicate that he flew from Bisbee? You should definitely listen to the whole podcast. Because I that's did. A, the whole you had didn't. You said you listened to two thirds of it. Oh well, later on he talks about it again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but because early on they were talking about the airport. Yeah. Yeah. I like that the idea of the house there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Bisbee's uh man, it's the middle of fucking nowhere. 
and well, it's I right get, on the border. It's a border town. It, it is it's very about, much on the border. Yeah. It's right fucking there. Which reminds me, Portia brought up something. We were she and I were talking about this uh, because of Bisbee. She saw I had Google Maps up and and or the Google Earth up, and it was in Bisbee. And then we uh, zipped over and looked, showed like Tucson and all that. And then uh, she went down to. I don't know why she was down there. It might have been for a cheer thing or a football thing or something, but she was in uh, San Luis, which is right there. It's just south of Yuma, which doesn't get how, much. How, how long ago was this? I think last year she was down okay. there, two years ago. Okay. But she was saying that there's a bunch of kids that live in San Luis on in Mexico that go to high school in the States. Okay. That they're bussed in every day. And I didn't do any research on it. It just kind of blew my mind a little bit. And, but then I started thinking about, I've actually heard of people um, that will commute and bring their kids from Windsor, Ontario, into Detroit to go to take them to private schools. Well, what are the... From Canada. San Luis people think about that. I have no idea. I, didn't, I need to do my research on it. It okay. just kind of... Just or it's, been, it's probably going on for a long time. It's probably like a normal thing they do, and yeah, it could very no well be. It, it, well, it's like one of those like why have why have to because of the stupid imaginary line. Why have two schools that are funded differently that are that cost the same amount of money, where you could just put all the kids into one big school instead of two and, tiny and, shitty and schools? It's possible that Mexico even kicks money that way. Oh, I'm sure they do. So here, just do it. Let's do it over here. So. So you kind of wonder if that's true, and I believe that's true because Porsche's not known for lying. Is she? I don't think so. Right? Okay. Not that I've discovered yet. Yeah. Uh, that's how good a job she's doing, right? She's, this yeah, whole she's, thing, just, she's, she's not even going to go to school she's down She's not there. even going to school in Tucson. She's actually going to go to <laughs> Vancouver, B.C. and become a pot farmer. <laughs> okay. Wow. Maybe. Great. Um, uh, so you had kind of wonder what that's like to go back and forth across the border I mean, do they even stop the bus? You know? I, mean, I assume that they do. I have no idea. Go, oh, yeah, it's you guys. Okay, go ahead. I mean, do they look underneath the thing? Do they check for well, drugs? Probably. And yeah, they AK-47s. probably AK-47s. Yeah. All right, who's got the AK-47s now? And I don't know. Do you think they're checking the school children to see if they're keystring in any fucking drugs or anything? <laughs> I mean, it takes so hours and hours for them to go across the border. And then by the time they cross the border, it's like lunchtime when they go. <laughs> I have a feeling that it just it, they probably well because that crossing right there is not very busy. No, that that crossing is not very busy. The crossing up a little further north and uh, west for like Algodonas and that. Oh my god, damn it! Yeah, that's a busy crossing because I've I've walked through there before. Jesus, I have never crossed the border in Mexico. Wow, never. Why? I don't know. Just never been there it's not all that spectacular in fact in the past since 9-11 it just makes you more nervous prior to that i don't remember ever being nervous about it at all it more was just time consuming did you um send in for your passport you were talking about that yeah i need to do that because mine's we talked about mine's expired i gotta get mine going yep, yep, yep yeah yeah i'm planning i'm i'm looking at uh maybe f january january for like after the first of the year uh and doing a uh, doing a trip down to like Rocky Point, maybe. Okay. Not Rocky Point itself, but like that area, mm -hmm. just because I don't want to. Uh, I want to go in. I, was, I found this campground. I found a campground with potable water that is what's gonna call it. It's like a solar still type thing, so it's okay. it's flavorless, but it's not going to give you Montezuma's revenge. It's super cheap. It's like sixteen dollars a night, and they actually wow. have Wi-Fi. <laughs> 
No they, shit. Yeah, they have they have Wi-Fi. They have a small cantina on the grounds, and it's about 15 miles outside of that, uh, Rocky Point. That reminds me. Remember I told you about the wealthy billionaire guy who's a pilot who owns this ranch, and he's an aviation nut, and he's a glider guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere in Idaho. I just learned about this this place, and it's I don't even know what city it's in. It's kind of it's not really a secret, but the guy doesn't want it to be overrun with just people. But he's a nice billionaire. He's a friendly billionaire. I wonder who he is. <laughs> I don't know. I I'll figure it out. But anyhow, so he's um, you know the I don't know if he lands his jet there too, and I don't know. He's he's just he's got a pile of money and a pile of toys. But anyway, so it's the middle of nowhere ish, but it's a nice little runway, nice little kind of getaway thing. And of course, there's no. Uh, cell service or Wi-Fi or anything out there. I don't know about cell service, but there's no Wi-Fi. There's no high-speed nothing. So I think, not I think, this is what happened. He he had, maybe he's in this business, like 27 or 28 miles from someplace done of, of high-speed cable or fiber optic or some, oh my God. some fucking bullshit. So this airport now of his has jam up the highest speed you can possibly get. Oh, my God. Internet service. I'm going, oh, that makes it a lot more interesting to be there. That's what they call fuck you money. Yeah. 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 I wonder what the, I wonder what the guy ate. I'll I'll try to uh I, I mean he's in Idaho and I wonder if he's a white supremacist like all the other There are a bunch of them up there. There's a, there used to be more until they busted up one of the big ones. I hope to sent a bunch of people to federal prison. That's where um remember the uh white supremacist dude they said was at least for LAPD that was a witness against OJ Simpson. Mark Furman. Yeah, there you go. He was in uh Idaho. Really, Coeur d'Alene, I believe, is where he. Oh yeah, is he? Uh, yeah, he had a place up there. That's too bad. All the rich white assholes had fucking everything up in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, Bruce Willis, Demi Moore. I've only been Patty in there. Duke. I've been there. I've been there yeah. three, two, two or three times. Bruce Willis is a did. No, he was a white supremacist guy. Yeah, well, he was shaved head. Well, come <laughs> on, that's really that's what it is. That's what it is. No, no, no. I don't okay. think he's a white supremacist. No. That means all babies are white supremacists when they come out, right? It's true. It's all true. of them. Absolutely. And then you have to decode them. You have to de... Yeah, you have to deprogram them from being racist because kids are born racist. <laughs> Automatically. Automatically. They're right like, out of the old shoot. They're like, I'm the master race. <laughs> like they fucking did on this <laughs> shit. So fucking oh, stupid. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, I guess they are too. We had that South African conversation earlier today. And, Speaking uh, of, of, of rampant racism, of, yeah. So I, 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 we I, don't hear much about it because of uh, fucking because our news apparently doesn't cover actual stories, right? Well, it doesn't cover. Well, you've got too much news going on if, that affects the United States that they're not going to. They're like, oh, look, there's a, another civil uprising in South Africa. Yeah, again. but our, our 24 hour news, our, really, you could you could do away with most of the quote news on our news stations. Fine, I mean, you, you probably really could. could. Yeah, you're it's like you right. could do away with most of the cereal in the cereal aisles. I mean, really? I mean, you got two hundred feet of cereal. How much? How many feet of cereal do you need? Okay. Oh, all right. How I, many? I get it. How no, many, I get it. You know I what I mean? It. You could do away about with, a three feet. Okay, three feet. <laughs> thank three you. Feet. Three I feet. Like three feet. I like one maybe meter. A, maybe a one, meter. One meter. Oh, thank you. meter. Yeah. One meter. Of, socialists of, <laughs> of cereal. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's what it is. So you could do away with. Um, what were you just saying <laughs> before the cereal? No, my mind just hour dropped and, off. You could get oh, rid the of the news station. That's right. And, so, and actually talk about uh, real world it's, news. It's like, refreshing occasionally. I'm driving along and you flip across and go to BBC or land on some other news. It's like, wow, there's a whole other world going on out there with issues and, issues and problems and and strife and maybe even some good things occasionally. And it's like, well, and you wow. said that uh, you have a you have a, an acquaintance in the in the business. 
uh, that it was talking about uh, how South Africa is kind of getting it's getting civil, a little, heat, getting a little heated getting, up again. Now, yeah. And I want to do some research on that this evening because I didn't do it last night. But yeah, they excuse me, you're in the aviation business and they're concerned that um, it's going to get screwed up for a while. Yeah. I mean, we're talking again, hard left wing, you know, the fascist type type stuff and uh, some nationalist uh, nationalist nationalist nationalization yeah uh businesses potentially you know and which people i don't i don't think a lot of people that i don't think a lot of people understand what that means it means your private business that you've built over however many years and however successful it is gets seized by the government and then yeah. they tell you what to do with your business and that's it's not it's not good it's not good at all i think it's bad for business i think one example he gave was that the government i don't know who's in charge there's a lot of see there you go. There's a lot of work that needs to be done to really figure out who's in charge of the government over there now. Yeah. What, what you know whatever and it's of course it's a it's a big racial black white thing for years and then Mandela was in jail for God knows how many decades. Twenty nine years. Yeah and uh, and so that was a big whatever. So but anyway so my friend used to fly over there all the time and he said from a year and a half ago to now and, he, and this is now the example that I didn't tell you that he brought up was that you know the airport before was was running pretty well you know the main airport there in um, in um, Johannesburg. I believe it was Johannesburg, and um, but now like all the moving sidewalks, all kind of, d- d- nothing works. Nothing works in the airport, oh, man. Now. It's all kind of rapidly falling apart. It's not good because the government kind of said, you know, they kind of took it over. He said you don't feel unsafe, but the feeling is different there now. So it's like a just a uneasiness. Yeah, yeah. Because you can just tell, and some of the buildings are more. Uh, boarded up or they have iron bars on them and stuff. He said it wasn't a year and a half ago. So he, so we're going to start looking this up and seeing how screwed up South Africa is right now. And uh, anyway, they're looking to possibly fast forwarding to possibly some interesting things. They're Relo- going super left. Relocating. Yeah. But then this business may be oh. relocating, you know, as a result yeah. of all this which, mess. Which is, I mean, unfortunate. And I feel bad for those guys having to leave their own, uh, their home country. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if they relocate, Maybe here. That would be kind of cool. That's possible. They're talking about the U.S. I didn't know they were talking. I mean, you mentioned this before, but he said, you know, he said that they talked about um, relocating to Australia, and he said the labor rates are really high, and then you kind of confirmed that. You said, yeah, Australia is pretty restrictive, too, on who comes in there. They're restrictive to who immigrates there. They're very restrictive to who operates a business there and opening businesses. Like, Well, they, they don't have to build a wall, though. Oh, my God. Now, do they? No, they have a barrier reef. Yeah. They got a big hunk of water all the way around. Right. They don't have to build a wall. You're so <laughs> ridiculous. Jesus. <laughs> build a wall. Oh, that reminds me. I don't want to get too political. This is local politics, and this shit cracks me up. Okay. So uh, Daily Miner was a yesterday released uh, the... Kingman Daily Miner. Kingman Daily Miner. Local newspaper. Released the background checks for all the state reps that are are running. (laughs) So fucking funny. I saw that. I know where you're going with this probably. Which one do you think I'm going with? Mary McCord. She was the only... No. uh, She's the only Democrat, and you you know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the only one that came up with a clean record. She had a totally clean record. Yeah, all the Republicans had probably... Everybody else had something. Now, now I will say, Regina, um, uh, Regina <laughs> Cobb, yeah. Regina Cobb. She only she all she had on there had to do with her divorce. It was a divorce thing, and, yeah. and, so and who cares? she used her she used her legislative immunity to to, to, to postpone it. I believe. Yeah, to postpone yeah. it. That's all it was, and that's that's how you're supposed to use those things, right? Because you can't be a good civil servant 
and be and and be going through a nasty divorce. So she postponed the divorce dates and all that. Right. That's fine. Paul Mosley, we know that guy fucking made national international headlines actually. Mm-hmm. To the point where I like I got a few texts from people going, "What the fuck is going on in Arizona where that guy's <laughs> going over 140 that miles an hour?" Leadfoot, you know. Yeah, what I mean. It's got a big district, you know. He's got to go from one yeah. side to the other or something. But the other one, the one that really cracked me up was the uh, Jennifer Jones Esposito, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll fuck her name up like I did Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, like I did a couple weeks ago. It's because you're white and you don't have. No, it's because I had been drinking that oh. night and I had to look up her name and I apologize for. Are you white? Or are you just drinking? You know, people. Yeah. Are you it. are you white? I'm like, nah, just drunk. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah, this woman's running for uh, district uh, state rep. What I forget what district we're in. Uh, Five. I, I think so. D- something. That's like embarrassing. That. I should know this. We should. I should know. know. This is I, horrible. I, I, anyway, we're bad citizens, Joe. She has been charged. Like the charges <clears throat> that they could find going back ten years on her background check was one was uh, disorderly conduct. There's disorderly contact uh, conduct. Uh, improper government or uh god damn it it had to do with surveilling the government okay and then and then one other and she like, was surveilling she the government over. yeah so she oh. was brought up on, on on several different charges and she beat all of them hmm. she didn't she was never convicted of any of this stuff it was they were all thrown out of court the 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 my favorite one was the sur- like sur- government surveillance thing and then the uh uh what what it was is she went in front of the county board, I think the board of supervisors mm-hmm. and said, I, I followed you and you and you and did this and da, 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 and you didn't do what you said you did on the dates you said you did. And I can prove that I have video footage from my GoPro and da, 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 da. so they charged her with that. <laughs> and, and when she wouldn't stop talking, she, like they, they, they had to, like they were going to physically remove well, her. Like you better start shutting up. Uh, you know. Yeah. You better start shutting up. You know, we're going to, but she was still within her three minutes. Oh, and she's like, I will not. I, I, I know my constitutional rights, and you really don't want to get in the world of shit. That da, 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 da. So, as she was as she was leaving the lectern, she Thank you. flipped We're off. We're gonna change everybody's mind. It's not a podium. Yeah, a podium is like what you a conductor stand on. A conductor is a conductor yeah. stands on a podium. It's a riser. A lectern is something that you stand at while giving a lecture. Yeah, like you hold your papers. Maybe there's a microphone there. That kind of thing. That's a lectern. Yeah. Anyway. As she's leaving the lectern, she flips off everybody, and there's the disorderly conduct charge. So she was charged with all that stuff, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I want to vote for her based off of that. Yeah, I mean, that's not like uh, she beat a murder rap or something like that. No, no, and and the fact of the matter is it's she said I did. I was told that that, because the the charges were dismissed that it wasn't even going to be on my record, but apparently that's not true. (laughs) She was really funny about it. Like, I, I, I was cracking up, man. She is She's funny as hell. And she said something about how, uh, you know, I don't have any divorces on my record, but I have these three charges that never stuck. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, fucking flowery local folks. That kind of reminds me a little bit. I don't have this. I don't have that. You probably don't remember when, uh, who was it? Reagan was debating Mondale. No, I don't remember that. No, considering that was before I was fucking born. Oh, it was okay. 1980. So, um, Jesus so Ronald Reagan is debating Walter Mondale, and uh, and um, they're uh, during the middle of this debate, and uh, some things started coming around about 
uh, Ronald Reagan's age because he was an old fart. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 79 when he was voted in, I think. So it was a funny moment. I'm going to really botch this up. We have to really kind of look it up, but it was really a funny thing because Ronald Reagan, when he was, you know, when his brain was working, he was kind of a funny guy. Okay, yeah. He yeah, was, yeah. You know, his he, brain was working. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's funny. You may not like him, but he had a good sense of humor. He was pretty, he was quick on his feet. Yeah, okay. And he was. So he said something like, because Mondale was starting to talk about Reagan's age a little bit in some roundabout way, and then Reagan said to Mondale something like, well... We weren't going to talk about that, but I guess I guess what I'm not going to do now is talk about my my uh, my competition's uh, youth and inexperience, <laughs> or something. He repackaged it, youth and inexperience. I like it. It was it was a really we we'll have to look that up. That's and get a little... wacky. It's right up there with like uh, um, Hunter Thompson. Yeah. When he uh, is like, so he he ran for sheriff of Aspen, mm-hmm. right? And I remember uh, that, yeah. it, it, back in the I was the late '60s, early '70s, because he didn't like the sheriff. Mm-hmm. He's like the retired military guy he had a crew cut. And so he shaved his head. Hunter Thompson shaved his head yeah. and kept referring to his like this is my a- long haired opponent <laughs> <laughs> in like the late 60s. He kept calling him the long haired opponent because he had a crew cut and Hunter Thompson was shaved, shaved bald. bald. Motherfucker. That's I, funny. I read that in uh, um, uh, what is it called? Nation of Swine, I think is the book that he wrote. <laughs> Jesus Probably call him even a hippie. Like so, at some point. so fucking funny. Yeah. Get, get those beads out of your hair. <laughs> My long-haired opponent. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so what are we going to do now? Are you working right now? Yeah. Uh, are we done? What yeah, do you, I think we're done. How, how long of a... No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Time is a construct of which I'm not going to abide by. Is that what you're saying? Wow, are we quoting Dark Side of the Moon or is that Rush? No, I mean people. Don't forget. Oh my God, you see Chris Lay kind of. Oh some man, <laughs> yeah, he he definitely gave you some shit. That was out. much uh, he, deserved. Here's the video, or here's the actual lyrics of uh, of um, of uh, Closer to the Heart. Thank you. You forgot the fucking song too. <laughs> I'm a Rush fan. They're in my top three bands. Fuck it, like they're arguably oh. their biggest hit, and you're like, I don't know the song. That's not their biggest hit. I'm pretty sure it was one of their biggest hits. It was a big one. Yes, it was. So it was funny. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. And I need to get my car detailed. I don't mean to sound bad, but he's he's a good. He does this right. He Ooh. details vehicles. Yeah. No, Chris knows his shit. Yeah. No, he's not. He doesn't just fuck around. He's not like one of these fly by nighters. Right. Fly by nighters. That's hilarious. Fly by night. Yeah. Rush. Get it. Uh, no. <sighs> I got it. I fucking got it. No, but he's not. No, seriously, he knows what he's doing, and I'm not just fucking around with that. I mean, if, no, if you yeah. need your car detailed, seriously, Chris is talk to be Chris Lay's phone know. number is. No, I'm not going to give yeah, his phone number. The candidate, it's a, but he, uh, he'll, he'll, uh, yeah, he's good. I need to have my. I would like to have my truck really spiffed up. You keep saying that, yeah. You have yet to do it. It's been I know. like five years. I know. Five years. All right. Fine. Are we done, Joe? Yeah, we're done. Okay. <sighs> All right. Fine. Good night. Good night, Joe. <laughs>